0: Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delhousy, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They me? cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry righty, mouth, bring in the ears, depression. Oh yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Cause weight I ten in Metairie. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, free download for your smartphone or tablet, take the show with you anywhere. You can also catch the podcast there because our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform, NASHFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And as many of you did this week, if you want to reach me, you can either go to to, um, ericasher.com, hit the contact button, or, again, eric at ericasher.com. If you have an email, you want to comment on on a a show or a question or whatever, Uh, again, you can always reach me via via email. Uh, The award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight, Nine o'clock Pelican Sports Television. Ten o'clock on WLE. Saturday morning at two a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at five p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Those are part of our rebroadcast. Already up on our social media platforms. All on on the WLE TV YouTube page, and it will be on EricAsher.com probably by the end of the weekend. Uh, just a man crazy day here in New Orleans. Huh? I mean the the, the weather uh, was flooding up in southern uh, up in southern and Baton Rouge today. Uh, that uh, system heading toward us now and. Uh, Kenner and Metairie have been just uh, deluged with lightning and thunder and rain uh, for about the last hour and a half. And, uh, of course, uh, Rudy was telling me back at studio, our downtown studios right now in the, in, uh, in the Place St. Charles building, that it's darkest night out there. So, again, please be careful coming home, uh, as, again, we are on, on a Friday. A lot of folks trying to jet out for the weekend, uh, some getting ready to be able to uh, uh, party like it's, what, 1999. Nah. But, you know, there will be party next week because it is Tales of the Cocktail that will start on Monday. And uh, I've been telling you this for a long time now, folks. Uh, I got a chance to be part of the, uh, the inaugural Tales of the Cocktail for the, like the first 15 years of it. And uh, and uh, I got a chance to, lear- to learn a lot about spirits. And I also got a chance to be able to, again, meet a- and-, and befriend a lot of um, uh, the great mixologists around the world. And they will tell you, uh, William Grant again, uh, the, the, the products of William Grant are outstanding you know, and, and, and a cut above uh, of, again, the other spirits on the market. And today's program is brought to you by William Grant. William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. If you love scotches, again, this is where we, this is where we made our mark. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvenie Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blood Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, Single Malt, all award-winning scotches. And then as you go up the portfolio, oh my gosh, uh, the flavor profile is incredible. Uh, then, of course, Tullamore do Irish Whiskey, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. If you're an Irish, Irish whiskey drinker, uh, drink with the Irish drink. Uh, don't forget, again, about our... our uh uh, rum portfolio: Florida County Nicaraguan rum, Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, a portion of those proceeds go uh, to um, the God Foundation. org, taking care of active military members and their families. Uh, when they get in a little bit of a jam, they're there for uh, the God Foundation is there for them. Uh, again. Living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, necessary home repairs. Uh, they're covering the cost for just even basic family needs. So, again, give to the God Foundation directly, www.godourtroofs.org. Again, a special thank you to George Laureano, Republic Beverage, William Grant, uh, for, again, giving back every single bottle of jerry uh, of, of, uh, rum purchased in Louisiana. A portion of those proceeds go uh, to the God Foundation. Of course, Henry's Gin, Milago Tequila, Reca Vaca, hottest spirits on the market. This is something I've been telling you about a lot. Uh, this is one of the things, look, challenge that mixologist when you see him around town uh, next week. Uh, Henry's Gin, Malago, Tequila, Reca ask about them, and they'll tell you. Uh, again, the, flo- the, the um, pro- flavor profile is different from, again, those particular spirits, and, uh, again, outstanding spirits as well. And, of course, Henry's Neptunia Gin, can't forget about that, folks. Uh, again, uh, that's our proud sponsor on a Monday, a limited edition, Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Get it while you can. Only going to be out for one year uh, in the super premium gin category, and it's fantastic. I'm telling you, you'll see a lot of mixologists, a lot of um, brand ambassadors that will be here next week, and they'll be reaching for William Grant products. All right, um, waiting on Mike Fazan. Um, actually, he's waiting for his call now, Rudy. Um, and uh he'll be joining us on the program mike uh joins us each and every uh, friday in the first hour uh that's going to be followed by mike scarborough who again will tell us about sec media days we'll talk about lsu and then we'll finish up with ross jackson Oh, man, Ross is all over the place now. Right, Locked on Saints podcast, Saints Wire, and is the newest member uh, of, again, Crestedysports.com. So you'll be able to catch all his writing over at as well. He'll join us today at 535. So a pretty full show for you. Hope you can stay for the entirety of, again, but if you can't, uh, remember you can check out the podcast at your leisure. We try to get that up about 20 minutes after the program ends. Uh, so, uh, again, uh, remember, podcast, anchor, Home base, but we're on your favorite podcasting platform. Interesting situation coming out of SEC Media Day, but really, uh, not not. I guess not really. Um, the media voted on uh, like they do at the end of the me- at the end of the SEC Media every single year on again who they who they believe are the best teams uh, in the East and West. Uh, in the East, it was Georgia first, no surprise there. Kentucky second uh tennessee comes in third tennessee again hit with violations for the ncaa today um for uh, uh again recruiting violations uh fourth is is florida in the east that followed by south carolina who is fifth followed by missouri that who is sixth vandy brings up the rear at seventh uh, in, the, in the in the in the west no surprise alabama was voted as the top team in the west uh, but followed by texas a&m coming off again that incredible recruiting class uh, third in, in, in the West is Arkansas, uh, and then fourth in the West is Ole Miss. Wait, you're, you're still waiting, right? <laughs> well, uh, the media voted LSU fifth in the West, uh, followed by Mississippi State sixth, and, of course, Auburn seventh. Uh, the champion of the SEC, according to the to, to the SEC media, will be Alabama, and uh, it'll be interesting to see again how this kind of plays out. Look, I, I think a lot of people felt this was that was the way it's going to be, uh, I think you have to temper your expectations just a bit uh, after, again, the um, total rebuilding of the program uh, by Brian Kelly. But, but nevertheless, it, it, it's hard to look at one of these, um, uh, and, and, you know, this, this particular uh, uh, projection, and then not to see LSU in, well, you know one of the top two or three in the West. But it is what it is. Uh, LSU could, could, could surprise some folks uh, because of, again, the, the, the coach they have. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, but, again, we have to remember that uh, this team was, is 11-12 and 12 over the last two years after winning the national championship. It's almost a, again, I don't want to say it's a total rebuild, but uh, remember, they had to triage this situation with the, with the transfer portal after so many defections from the, from the team. Quality players that ended up elsewhere. And, and then, of course, um, uh, the, the recruiting class this year. Uh, so we'll see how this kind of plays out. All right, bring, let's, let's bring on uh, Mike Vazan. Hot off, hot off the bench podcast, Fazano Football Podcast and blog. He joins us on the program now. Mike, how are you?
1: Eric, my brother, driving to uh wet Jefferson. <laughs> flooding, <Louisiana>. flooding rain.
0: <laughs> A little
1: bit. It's it's you know how it is when in the aftermath, the rain kinda of drizzling and probably in ten minutes the sun will be out in the sidewalks and be steaming, but
0: it's cool right now. No, look. The the one good thing about rain is again the dust cools us down. Although I can tell you right now, Bentley Bentley did not like the lightning and and thunder show. (laughs) Uh, Literally, again, I had to move his bed uh, uh, under my position uh, where where I'm broadcasting just to be able to try to keep him quiet for the um, uh, for for the two hour show. But uh, yeah, dogs dogs don't dogs and cats animals not too fond of again lightning and thunder. Boy, it was a lightning and thunder show out here uh, in Metairie earlier today. Yeah,
1: dogs are not too fond of lightning and thunder
0: no now so if you hear bentley start to bark or growl you know why
1: oh yeah that'll add to the show
0: man yeah there you go <laughs> oh yeah give
1: him a headphone <laughs> give him a headset
0: uh, that's the last thing we need to do he, he leave me he never <laughs> shuts up he doesn't need one he's, he's competing with me um mike you heard me read that off no, no real surprise yeah. there huh lsu again picked fifth by the media in in, in the west um, the only team
1: I would have a question about would be Arkansas, and I can see why they probably picked Arkansas because they have a coach in his third year now and, you know, pretty much has the foundation laid for his program. But um, LSU has a huge turnover in personnel, brand new coaching staff. So, yeah, I mean, the first year is always kind of a rough start for a new coaching staff. I don't care who the coach is. Uh, so um, no, I'm not surprised where they're ranked in the in the West. That's probably about where they should be.
0: Yeah, I would think so. I mean, again, look, we have no idea what this team is going to look like. You know, I mean, yeah. it really comes down to. I mean, we could talk about the quarterback position, but I mean, that's easy to talk about because that's that's any team, okay? I mean, again, if your quarterback's not playing well, if you don't have a again a, a good quarterback, uh, you're not going anywhere. It looks as though LSU's got four really good quarterbacks. We'll see again how this plays out with the competition. But to me, it's the offensive line. And there's been such a turnover on the offensive line now. You know, Will Campbell's expected to start at left tackle. Uh, Tremont Shorts, again, uh, at left guard. Um, You're looking at uh, Charles Turner at center. Miles Frazier coming over again uh, at at right guard. And Cameron Wire at right tackle. Um, Yeah. And then you've got some, you know, the, you got some depth across the across the board there. Guys that again have not really shown uh, to to the stars that they were that they were that they had coming out of high school. Uh, Garrett Dellinger again uh, Anthony Bradford at the left tackle position, backing up uh, Campbell. Xavier Hill, Thomas Perry, uh, backing up uh, Shorts at guard. Uh, Martinez, Marlon Martinez, Dellinger, and, and Fitzgerald West, who's a freshman coming in at center. And then, of course, Cordell Thomas, who we've been waiting on forever. He's a junior. Uh, and, of course, uh, Bo Bordelon coming in as a freshman as well, backing up at right guard. Uh, backing up at right tackle is Marcus Dumaville uh, and Keno uh, uh, uh And then Emery Jones is the freshman coming in. So they've got some young players that have been recruited by this staff uh, that are supposed to, again, be, again, blue chippers. It'll be interesting to see, again, how these guys rise in, in camp and then ultimately, again, how strong this offensive line is.
1: Well, I mean, look, between Campbell and Jones, I would plug Ben in. I mean, I know Campbell's already plugged in, and I would do my best to get Jones plugged in. I mean, he's athletically, he's physically capable. I don't know where he is in his development. But, you know, uh, you know the weird thing, Biggie, is you talk about Dumerville and Thomas. Just think if they were coming out this year in the NIL, how much money they would have demanded. Probably would have signed elsewhere besides LSU because of the LSU situation, and those are two prime examples why I think this NIL is going to have to be adjusted, and it will be. It'll it'll smooth itself out. But imagine that, Biggie. Those two guys coming in, they haven't done anything, and they were ha- highly touted coming out of high school.
0: I agree, but I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a I'm not giving them a pass here, but I'm gonna give them a little bit of a pass. Multiple. Offensive line coaches during their tenure here at LSU, and and of course now they they got a situation where it looks they're gonna uh, the, the same coach for, the, for now two years, so maybe that makes a difference, but that's also part of it. No, I'm with you. I can remember sitting at Katie's with Scott on on um, on on the um, on on recruiting day, a uh, national signing day, and when these guys signed, everybody in the, in the entire restaurant were were, were, were super excited because. You know, these were these were supposed to be blue chippers, guys that were going to come in immediately no for four years for you.
1: And I'm going to tell you, Eric, every single school, every college, every year has those guys. They sign them. They they say they celebrate them. They have their that version of the Bayou Bash, and you never hear from them again. But the only difference now is those guys are going to be coming, making a lot of money with some high powerful boosters slash sponsors and it's going to be really fun to see who gets forced to play, who the coach is going to be, uh, who's going to overrule the coach, the sponsor or is the coach going to make up his own decision on who gets to play. It's going to be really interesting. But, you know, they had uh, the, the offensive court, um, offensive line coach that Ogeron brought in. I, I can't remember his name, but I think wasn't he the coach for the freshman and sophomore years, and then he got fired right before the season last year. Are they? Am I, am I remembering that right? I can't, I can't remember his name. And then they the, brought the guy in, from
0: Arkansas again, who's, who's the, the coach now. Has been there for two years. Davis. Yes, Davis. Yeah,
1: but, but but his predecessor was fired right after spring. Yeah, that
0: was that was the that was the uh, the, the former uh, NFL uh, offensive line coach that came over from the San Diego Chargers.
1: Yeah, and I can't remember his name, but anyway. So no, those guys—they've been—they've had good coach, and it's just that for whatever reason they haven't developed. And it happens every year, in every class, at every school. And the James the Craig problem, is who
0: we were th- who we were thinking about, James they, Craig. Yeah,
1: James Craig, exactly. So uh, he was there for three seasons. Is, yeah, and the thing about it is now with the advent of the NIL and these freshmen getting all this money coming in, oh boy. This is why it's going to have to be uh, fixed. You know, my stance is incoming freshmen should not be allowed to get NIL because the, the rule in its truest form is name, image, and likeness if you've done something on the college field. Uh, but I know that will never happen. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that would be
0: my idea. But That's like that's like when Mavericks didn't play his freshman year at LSU, when freshmen couldn't freshmen, play. I, I just don't well, see no, that.
1: Well, no, they'd be eligible to play. They just wouldn't oh, be no, eligible. No, no, I understand.
0: To but, a, but to sell them to say you can play, but you're not eligible for NIL. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's going to play. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, any, if anything, I mean, that's, that's a recruiting tool, uh, you, know, you know, for, for coaches. So
1: Exactly, and it was never meant to be for that. I think it was meant right. to and, be and this is And there's another guys, part, Mike. If you're up.
0: really good, you're only spending three years in university anyway. So, yeah. again, you're going to get that for two years and then set out no, a year. So I, start, I just don't but, ever see but, that playing.
1: But my point is, let's say a two-star Justin Jefferson blows up in his sophomore year. Uh, you know, he should get an NIL because he did it on the field. A oh, and st- I don't disagree
0: with, with again, uh, uh, you know, paying right. paying for uh, for again what they what they contribute to the team. I agree with you there, yeah. but we know that's not going to happen. That doesn't happen. It's always about the forecast of what it's going to be. I mean, even when you're right. paying an NFL player, in a lot of cases, sometimes it is. Uh, you're paying the guy because he has uh, he has accomplished things. Sometimes, again, with, with these incoming rookies, you know, you're paying guys for, again, you have no idea if they're going to make the team. Well, now, yeah, again, they, they, talking... they've, they've, they've solved that because they're slotted now, right, in terms of where they are drafted. But we've seen, you know, ridiculous money given to players that, again, didn't deserve it.
1: Well, now we're talking about Jamalcus Russell and guys like that. I mean, guys who, professionals who were, who did a, Jamarcus Russell was a number one pick of the draft. Everybody had him as the number one pick of the draft coming out of LSU because of his size, his arm strength, and what he did at LSU in a very conservative offense. But it just didn't translate. So, but to me, it's a whole different ball game in college. And I tell you what, and I'll tell you something else: these kids coming in with this, with this, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar deal, no more. Taking the gloves off because they're college students. These are like professionals. You're getting paid now, so you're gonna you're gonna get the criticism too. I mean, usually guys, sports people, kind of lay off of college players because so they're quote unquote amateurs and they, blah blah blah, they don't get paid and all that stuff. But not not anymore, man. You want the bucks, you gotta perform, and if you don't, you're gonna get criticized as such. That's just the way it is. I mean, Anthony Davis yeah, well, came I mean Yeah, in, some, in some cases, the
0: way it is now. I mean, they, you, know, yeah. you see kids getting blistered by some people behind the mic, some people who are scribes, and it doesn't well, matter I mean, to them one you know, way or the other. You know, they're playing at a top would, university. The expectations are they can handle it.
1: Yeah. But I would try – I might have – you know, it might have slipped and, and mentioned names in the past, but I always try to keep criticism out of oh, – names I know you, you know, do. Names out of, but – you know, sometimes I can't, I couldn't, maybe I slipped, but on general, generally speaking, you say, well, look, I don't want to call out an 18, 19 year old college student trying his best, going to class, doing this. You know, they have a lot of hoops they got to jump through just to get on the field outside of practicing. I mean, academically and so, mm-hmm. society wise. It's right. all out the window now. You're getting paid. Um, you demanded this kind of money. You chose this school over that school because of the money. You better you better perform, man. That's all
0: I'm saying, and I think that's
1: that's well, I'm gonna, with that's going to a whole other it's a different scenario
0: today. now, Mike, I than know. it was in the in 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 the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, even in the 80s. Okay, and, and we get into the 90s. I mean, this is just a, it's it, it's new. I mean, look, kids have been paid under the table forever. I mean, Tennessee got hit with violations today. I mean, so, again, yeah. it that happens everywhere. It happens, again, maybe not so much at maybe some of the lower-tier schools. But even, again, there, the Stars are getting something, okay? It's just now out in the open. Uh, and you're relying on now those boosters that used to give the $50 handshakes to utilize their businesses to be able to, again, uh, to be able to reward these these players with name, image, and likeness. Uh, the sustainability is what I'm wondering about. I mean, how can well, this sustain itself? Uh, again, can you t- show me a kid that you're going to be paying that kind of money that that he's going to bring that 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 at the end of the day, because again, it's a look. It's like advertising. If it doesn't work, the 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 advertiser is going to move on. I mean, at at some point, the, the the individual that's putting up this money, even though they lo- they love the university, if they're not getting return on their investment, they're going to move on. You can't, you know, exactly. you're not. It's not. A, this is not tax deductible. I mean, you give to the uh, to the university and get a tax deduction. This is not tax deductible.
1: Right. No, they had. I guess they're on a payroll, and they had to pay federal, you know, their portion of the federal Oh, yeah, Another, the and, they to, and then these kids got to learn how to manage their money. Tax. Yeah, and um, so, but, but the thing about it is, uh, I kind of lost my train of thought, but uh, it's ridiculous for Tennessee to get sanctioned now. I mean, come on, man. Like you said, what was under the table a couple years ago is now out in the open, but now we right. know who's getting paid what. Before it was kind of like ha ha wink wink. He got a little right. bit, He got the the cash stuck in his Dodge Chargers uh, glove compartment. Blah blah blah.
0: Well, he's riding into the campus with the Dodge Charger, and 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 before that, he was he was catching a bus to school. <laughs> exactly.
1: But now we know it's on pen and paper. I mean, it's on it's on it's an ink. It's on it's on your computer screen, on your iPhone. Such and such player got a hundred thousand dollars to sign with this college. Well. It now we know it, and now that's going to bring in, to what I'm saying it's going to bring in more criticism on the kid who doesn't perform up to that uh, contract. The sponsor's saying, wait a minute, and the coach is saying, hold on, you got to give him a couple years. And the sponsor's like, I don't have two, three years. that so You want me to you want me to pay for this next five-star recruit you say is going to be the greatest thing? That's right. It's going to get bad, man. I'm telling you, it's going to blow up. But we'll see. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the show.
0: Well, it, it's changed, and again, I, look, I think it's one of those things that once you're there, you can't, you can't, you, you can't walk it back. That's why, well, again, from the beginning, there should have been controls on this instead of throwing it out there like the Wild Wild West. The NCAA should have grown a pair and done what they, again, what they were supposed to do uh, in, in terms of overseeing athletics. See, they're quick to be able to again sanction a, a university or, or investigate a university, etc. Um, but here. Uh, they put they they put the cart before the horse, and that's the problem. And look I, again, LSU is going to be okay. Okay, Texas A M is going to be okay. Tulane might not be okay. University of New Orleans is not going to be okay. We saw that just in again baseball. They lost their best baseball player to Mississippi State. Why NIL? The opportunity to get NIL. Uh, you know, so the uh, the the ULLs and again a lot of those smaller universities. Those are the ones that are going to hurt. Uh, you know, because they're not going to be able to keep up with with the uh, with, with the big boys. And it was interesting to hear Kirby Smart talk about this today. You know, first of all, yes, he was bragging about again how many how much money all of his team got. You know, that every member of his team got. And then and then there's another story I read today where he's saying that he's concerned because no college kid should get ten thousand dollars a month. And when, how are they going to manage that money? You know, one hundred twenty thousand yeah. dollars a year. So. We'll see how it plays out. It's just, it's, well, it's, insane, look, I, I believe kids should be paid for their name, name, image, and likeness. There should be a way that every one of these kids on this team should get something, okay? Uh, but uh, the way they have it right now, there's, there's little or no controls over it. What are your thoughts before we go to break?
1: Well, I mean, to me, the whole point of name, image, and likeness is, I think it's it of with Reggie Bush. Well, Reggie Bush showed up as a freshman and blew up. Of course, he deserved to have his nil uh, get paid for that for his name, image, and likeness. And same with uh, Johnny Football signing autographs. Of course, but you have to earn it on the field, and only certain players are good enough that people want to go out and buy their jerseys, go out and buy get an autograph from them. Nobody's gonna get an autograph from an offensive tackle. I mean, come on, unless it's his family or his you know close friends. They want to get the quarterbacks' autograph, the wide receivers' autograph, or buy their jerseys. Look around LSU's game, or go around any Saints game, and see how many offensive line jerseys you have. Maybe one Willie Roof. That's it. But there's a there's a, a, I see West Chandler jerseys out there, skill position. So those are the ones who will get the who get the NIL. But now everybody gets paid, which is the unintended consequences that happen. I heard. At the SEC media uh, media day, week, I yeah. heard everybody talk about unintended consequences, like they couldn't see this coming. And I'm like, "All right," but like I said, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the show.
0: Well, and again, again look, um, one Watch thing that we know up. is it's going to uh, it's going to widen the gap of the have and have nots, and that that's that's and and of course, it's going to look. I, I said this. When it first came in, and and, and I still stand. I mean, amateurism is over, okay. No when doubt. you talk about college Absolutely. athletics, it's done. Yeah, it's yeah, finished. Yeah. It's done. Okay. At that level. I mean, yeah. At that level, at I agree.
1: LSU, at the major college level, the Big Five level, mm-hmm. it's over. There's no such thing as right as amateur
0: anymore. And and with that, we'll see a lot of the traditions that we grew up with, um, that. Well, one of the reasons why maybe we got interested in college athletics be- because of again the historic significance, uh, you know, a lot of the you know, the, the, the conferences, the rivalries, et cetera. Well, that's gonna go out the window now. We're not gonna see it anymore. Uh yeah. when when the dust settles on on, on the um new conference realignment, I, I don't think we're gonna recognize it. You know, maybe the SEC, uh, which is again trying to be able to uh, hold on to uh, maybe a, a continuous um, uh, a, a continuous state you know in terms of in terms of again the 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 region uh, by adding you know Texas and and Oklahoma to it where again it's, it's continuous uh, but you know when you start taking UCSC and UCLA and moving them to the big ten I mean that that, that that's crazy <laughs> I mean that's just crazy it's just crazy okay um, you know I mean yeah. well realistically you would like to have seen maybe again a Western-type situation where, you know, a lot of these teams on on, on on the West Coast got together and maybe, you know, the Pac-12 expanded. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Look, the fan has no control over this anymore. This is all driven by TV money. And at the end of the day, it's made for TV football. So it is what it is. Well, look,
1: you know, now that you mention it, if Texas and Oklahoma just wait a minute, they could they could really... Make an argument that they could go to the Pac 12.
0: Because, I mean. Re- remember, they courted them years ago. Yeah. I mean, Austin remember, they, remember a down. few years ago, they they were trying to get them in the Pac 12. Yeah. And they turned it down.
1: I mean, Austin is not that far from, uh, was it Tempe, where Arizona State plays?
0: Uh, mm-hmm. uh, or the other.
1: Uh, you well, know, it's it a hell of a little... lot closer
0: than Rutgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, if you, you have see UCLA, you're and UCLA and having to go to Rutgers to play. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, brother. Anyway, that's well, a different world. But you know what? Embrace it. It is, it is what it is. You know. You know. What, oh, what, what's, what do we know it. about what, right. what do we know about life? Uh, there's always change. Change every, is change.
1: Nothing, everything changes. Nothing ever stays the same. That's right. And I'm telling you, I'm gonna be watching every game just like I always do.
0: Sure. So. But it's hard. It's hard when when you, when again, you see some of those historic conferences going away now. Rivalries yeah. going away. Because that was some of the reasons why we got interested in college athletics. Look, even this – I'll just take college basketball for for a moment. You know, now with the one and done, and now again uh, with with Adam Silver talking about the possibility of allowing kids to go in at 18, right? Um, We don't see – uh, again, the great college basketball like we saw at one time. Remember when, when, when Cable came, on, came, came into New Orleans and uh, ESPN and USA Network and, the, and then the Big East and, of course, the ACC, the SEC? I mean, remember, I, I, I mean, you could, those were must-see TV, and it was made for TV conferences, right? But at the same time, you, um, you enjoyed college basketball because you could watch a player from freshman to junior year blossom right in front of you and then you'd follow that guy in his pro career a lot of times these kids that are coming out of high school are one, are one and done in, in college um, how do you get you know you from a fan standpoint how do you get behind those guys how do, how do you how you follow them, follow their career and or you know are they representing your university much like again they did before where you, know, you get two or three years out of it. Now, look, I understand they have the opportunity to go make, make their money. Uh, they're going to make millions of dollars. And again, in, in the draft, it is what it is. I don't want to restrain them. But it's different. College basketball is different than what it used to be.
1: Biggie, you said a mouthful. I'll tell you what. When they broke up the Big East Basketball Conference, I kind of lost interest in college basketball. That conference, in its heyday, might be the best conference in the history of bas- college basketball. When you talk about all those schools in a condensed, small little area, I mean, you know, a couple hundred miles from each from each city to city, where those colleges were. St. John's is in New York. I mean, Syracuse. I mean, New York City. Syracuse, Georgetown, Villanova. I mean, go after Seton Hall, and they were all great teams. Weren't they all in the Final Four one year? Three out of
0: I think it was three out of the four,
1: the Biggies, and I think the other was Kentucky or maybe North Mm -hmm. Carolina, but maybe Duke. But um, unbelievable ball, man, unbelievable! And they broke that up. I mean, really, that you're going to break that up? I don't know.
0: I'm just saying. Again, a lot of the tradition that we grew up with, that uh, again is gone, and maybe look, we can say there could be some new traditions. I get it. But there was something to be said about the rivals and the tradition of college athletics, and that's gone now. All right, I've got to take a break. We're, we're behind okay. here. you listen okay. to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. that still is Friday extravaganza. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating, even on a weekend. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, if you need help with your air conditioning system, it breaks down. Uh, they have individuals on call. They strategically set up their their, their, their trucks are all around the metropolitan area so they can get to you quickly. Uh, for a company you can trust, only doing the work that, that again, that's necessary We'll never gouge you, never cheat you. It's Burkhart. Authorize to service all brands. It's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com.
2: New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061. Nash Icon.
3: This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. When your ride fires on all cylinders, so do you. That's why Napa is on a mission to keep you in motion. With nearly 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores and over 17,000 Napa Auto Care centers, the Napa Network has everything you need to get up and go.
4: Look out for an accident on your interstates on 10 eastbound at the Almanaster Louisa exit. And look out for delays that are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound. From just past the Bonnet Carey Spillway to Power Boulevard and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Clearview to the high rise. In the meantime, delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 westbound from Franklin Avenue to City Park and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Clearview to the airport if you're traveling on the 610 on the westbound side delays are going to be heavy from Elysian Fields to the 10-610 merge and if you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side delays are heavy from the west end to the 10-610 merge also in the meantime look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway your delays stretch from Stump Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit also if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway delays are heavy from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Saint- Charles Carondelet exit. And then delays pick back up along the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And in the meantime, look out for accidents. Dumaine at North Broad, also Loyola at Howard Avenue, Maroney at North Claiborne, also North Durgeon Y Canal and Press Drive at Chef. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
0: customers. I'll ring you up in a second. Kim, can you see if we have more acid wash? Desmona's thrift store is the spot for killer
6: vintage finds.
7: Oh, that looks fabulous on you. Hey, can you do the register?
6: But her sales clerk situation feels pretty threadbare.
7: Oh yeah, let me clear out that fitting room.
6: Indeed can help her hire great people
0: fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by
6: conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Anthony
2: was working a dead-end job. I was surviving, but I wasn't getting ahead anymore. A friend told him about my computer career. She's like, I'm already in the program. She's like, you'd be crazy if you don't do it. So I jumped right in and have not regretted it. Anthony did it all online. All you got to do is have an internet connection, and you can do it. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. You need to check out My Computer Career. If it worked for me, it'll definitely work for you too. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate it. Hope you're, you're uh, getting ready for a great weekend. Remember, it's the William Grant family and Fry extravaganza. We ask you if you're heading out to your favorite spirit store, maybe you're heading out to your favorite bar tonight to celebrate. Maybe you're doing a little um, little bit of a local restaurant. Uh, again, uh, reach for a William Grant product. Ask for a William Grant products. Again, independent family distillers since 1887. Mike Fazan is our guest. Uh, Fasano Football Podcast, Fasano Football Blog, and also again, Hot Off the Bench Podcast with celebrity chef Scott Craig. Uh, Mike, uh, we, we've got uh, a, a caller on the line, Jack and River. Ridge joins us. Hey, Jack, how are you, bud? Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Same happy to you, bud.
8: Friday. Hey, um, let me ask you a question. How do you think the NIL is going to affect schools that weren't one of the, you know, one of the usual suspects? You know, because most of our lives, you knew who the teams were that were playing for a title. And, you know, and teams like Tulane weren't. And, I mean, do you think the, the 80 schools that really don't play for a title every year, you think that those fans didn't know that? Mike, you want to take it first?
1: That's yeah, a great question, Jack. I don't know how it affects them because like you said, they already knew they weren't playing in the col you know, in the college football playoffs. They just wanted to maybe win their conference and go to a nice decent bowl and if they have a really good season maybe get in at that large. But uh you know, it's weird because um those schools aren't paying a lot of money in NIL anyway. And I think what's going to happen is possibly once these NILs, the ones that peter out and they lose, their, they lose their contract, those other schools will probably get to pick up Will pick up some guys via the transfer portal.
0: And I'll take the opposite tack. Uh, I think the way it's going to hurt those schools is you're going to have a guy like a Michael Pratt who's a really good quarterback. Well, maybe again, when you have a power five and uh, uh, again, however, this is going to going to break out when we have conference realignment uh, and the NIL that's behind them, I think that with the transfer portal, you're going to see a lot of those kids going to the bigger schools, taking the big money and have an opportunity to showcase themselves on, on the bigger stage, uh, because I think the difference between the have and have nots is going to be greater. I think that, again, when you look at that TV, even now, again, you look at where, you know um, uh, some of these of uh, some of the um, uh, the group of six, uh, you know, let's just say Tumaini for an example. You know, they, they're going to be on on the internet-based um, um, uh, television um, uh, network instead of maybe being on on, on the on, on the big boy. Okay, so uh, I just think that it, it, that the the gap is going to widen now between again the uh, the those that the have and have nots. And look, some have suggested that especially for football. That they just go with again one big mega conference for for the for the big boys and then again have you know the, the 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 whatever left again come together with conferences for them with the conferences for themselves. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. But I think right now they went in it without a lot of forethought, and I think we're seeing the byproduct of that now.
8: Well, guys, I heard something discussed today that I think really would even be worse than NIL. You can't let these kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> You can't let these kids be able to uh, to transfer every year. That'll just be a disgrace. I mean, I you, agree. You, you can't have a coach have it have a, to re-recruit a kid every year. He's there,
0: but you almost have to now with the transfer portal and also NIL. You know, right. I mean, uh, you know, if a kid blows up and all of a sudden, the, you know, the, the school from your conference starts, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, recruiting that kid indir- in, in, indirectly, and the next thing you know, they're gone. Uh, you know, that hurts. Look. I mean, right now, LSU's going to have to take on Eli Ricks, okay? Eli Ricks, again, throw it. Two years at LSU, and then, uh, you know, again, he would be starting at LSU. Now, again, Alabama's saying that he's got to go the Alabama way. But you're going to tell me LSU wasn't weakened by Eli Ricks going to, going to Alabama? Of course they were. So, I think you're going to have to reintroduce I mean, your, your players every year now. Right now, they're not; they're only able to transfer once, though, right? Uh, once without sitting out. Okay.
1: If they transfer again, they got to sit out.
0: They got to sit but, out a year.
8: And, and guys, I had one last thing. And uh, 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 if these kids are, are signing, like um, you know, where they're doing commercials, think about what will happen if, say, you own a car dealership and you you, you gave and you were told that this kid's a five star recruit and you're paying for him, but he's not good enough
0: to start, he's sitting on a bench. You think you might be a little upset? Huh. Well, that goes to Mike's point, though, Jack. And although I don't think this is going to happen but I mean what how much pressure is going to be on the coach then from from again the uh the business or again those that are representing the business hey I paid this kid a lot of money you told me this was the guy and and, and again he does, he's not seeing the field
1: Who decides who gets to play? The coach will not anymore, I can promise you that. The guy who's who's paying the I think it depends team. on the
0: university, Mike. I really uh, do. How strong how strong the coach is. We'll see. I
1: say I say look I'm they hey, Jimbo Fisher, you came for me to pay this guy, I paid him, play his ass. I don't wanna hear, oh, I'm not coaching him good enough. Get your button there and coach him and put him in. That's me, if I'm a Texas A and M you know, donor or whatever.
8: Part of the collection. I, I had one last question, and I'll hang on. Go ahead. It'll be fine. Do, you, do you think that do you think this is all gonna shake out when when their current T V deals end? You know, like all of these conferences currently have T V deals. You think mm-hmm. at some whenever those deals end, you think whatever they're going to do, you think that's at that point it's going to happen. I think it comes down to weekend. realignment and, and, and
0: where these where these where these where these teams are going to be when everything shakes out. Okay, I mean,
8: I what,
1: how much
0: of a disparity will there be between the top conferences uh, that have these mega TV deals and 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 then what's left over? You know, I mean, what's left over for the and I am just used for the two lanes of the world. Okay, what's left over for them?
1: Yeah, I tell you what though, the NCAA made a boneheaded move when they all got together and decided. I mean, the coaches and athletic directors, or who are the presidents, to keep the playoff at four games. I mean, they yeah, could have ridiculous. came out and said we're going to expand the playoffs just as the TV contract's about to end, mm-hmm. and then just sit back and watch the mega bucks roll in. But I mean, you know, who am I? I'm just a it, it a should guy be 16
0: teams, especially the way they're doing it now.
1: You know they, yeah. they they want to
0: eke it up to 8. I mean again I, I, for the life of me I don't know to me it's a money bonanza. I mean no if you're doubt. going to tune tune in every single weekend to see this thing just like you would do for March Madness. No uh, doubt. I mean I, I don't understand I don't understand the hesitation. Yeah. I I don't either but
1: uh I mean come on they they're now living in the in the age of the transfer portal and the NIL so I mean yep. they got to they got to get more Fans interested till the end of the season because, look, right now, if you're LSU, you go 0-2 in the conference, bye-bye season. But in a 16-game playoff, you go you're, you're still alive. 0-2 in a conference and you get hot, then you possibly could get in that large bid. I mean, yep. you can if you're in the top, you can definitely work your way back into the top 16.
0: We see it with NCAA basketball every year. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean and that's, that's the model that they should be looking at. Now, you, I don't know if you're going 64 teams, you know, or you no, know, you know, mean, 68.
1: Baseball, and look, baseball is a great – look at Tennessee, dominates all season long, and right. they don't make it to the College World Series. The team that wins it, the coach almost got fired midseason. They were playing so poorly. Bianco. And then they yep. get hot, and they, they go – they get hot against when they start playing LSU. They got hot the weekend mm-hmm. before LSU. And they just yep. rip, rip and roar through everything and won the college world series. It just goes to show you, man. If if, if baseball had a, a limit of eight teams or sixteen teams, Ole Miss doesn't even make the tournament.
8: They don't make it.
0: That's right. They don't make the tournament. No doubt. Jack, anything else? We got because we got, to, cause we, got to, we got to wrap it up. I think he's gone. Is he? Okay. Jack, thanks for the phone call as always. Appreciate your participation, yeah. Mike. We're, we're we're out of time. Tell the folks Damn. a little bit about uh, your podcast. Uh, and I'm sure that, again, with Saints going to camp next week, with LSU and Tulane following again the week after that. Uh, again, Fresano football will be alive and well. And, of course, what you and the uh, and celebrity chef Scott Craig will be doing. Tell us all about it and how folks can follow you on social media. And we didn't even get to Michael Thomas today. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, no. We didn't. Well, I can tell you what. I got, I got about a minute and a half. Can you make it? Do it. No, I mean, look, I, I just think uh, –
1: I just think the Saints are being overly cautious to prevent him from either further injury. They've been dealing with this for a couple of years now, and they don't want him to get hurt on the first week of spring of training camp. So they put him on a pup. He knows the offense. Uh, unless those videos were stand-ins of him making cuts and running up and down hills, then uh, he should be fine. If those were stunt guys, then we got a, we got a problem.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't want to say one thing or another about, about Michael Thomas. I, I want to see what he looks like when he gets on the field. You and and I, I understand why the Saints are going to be cautious. They better be. They paid him a lot of money, and he needs to get on the field yeah. after two years. I, I get it, bro. I understand. There you go. All right, bud. Tell us one more time about it so we can rock out. Out off the bench,
1: Scott Craig and myself, on Football. Get ready. We're about to crank it up. New coaching staff. Oh, Not a new coach, have a new head coach, and we got a lot of moving parts with the Saints this season. And then with LSU and everything else, it's going to be fun.
0: Yep. Uh, at Michael Fazan on Twitter and on Facebook. Thanks as always, my friend. We'll check in with you next week.
7: Always fun, my brother.
0: There you go. That's Mike Vazan. Again, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, again, it doesn't matter where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, if you're looking for a new system for your home or your business, think Burkhardt. Burkhardt has you covered. They're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, and then the service after the sale is impeccable. Never have a gouge you, they have a key- cheat you. Uh, they're um, they're uh, NATE certified technicians, are skilled, and again, in, uh, in going into your home and replacing your system. Uh, everything is done in-house. If you're looking for a company you can trust, it's Burkhart. 15 trucks in the field, 30 minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. That's uh, Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You're listening. To the William Grant Family of Stiller's Friday Extravaganza, we invite you to partake in, a, again, a great William Grant spirit. Henrik's Gym, Malago Tequila, Reca How about scotches? Again, all-star scotches. Uh, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey. The Balfini Scotch Whiskey. Grant's Blend Scotch Whiskey. Monkey Shoulder. Uh, Single Malt. Tullamore Dew Iris Whiskey. Florida Cognac Nicaraguan Rum. Sailor Jerry Rum. And, of course, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey and Hudson Bourbon Whiskey. All part of the portfolio of William Grant. Uh, independent Family of Stillers since 1887. We'll be right back. Hickory & Airline and Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Room.
6: If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley deboger difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. la two one three five.
0: 5- Hitting the road this summer, don't do that until you bring your car over to Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Manory, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. They'll give it the once over for you. Some latest diagnostic equipment uh, they have uh, right there at Southern Tire, same as the dealership. Of course, they got the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Uh, tires and wheels up to 30 inches, financing available. ASC certified technicians, same as same as again, you get at the dealership. So again, have that peace of mind when you hit the road with the family uh, to make sure, again, your tires are in good shape, your engine's in good shape. And so again, you'll make it to your destination with no problem. How do you do that? Bring it on over to Southern Tire here, airline and memory. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday from 8 to 3. 504 737 1558 is the phone number. Go to SouthernTire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers, including, again, that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot anything that's wrong with your vehicle. Bring it on over to Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory & Airline in Metairie. It is the William Grant family that still this Friday extravaganza. It's Friday. Getting ready for the weekend. Heading over to your favorite spirit store. Maybe again, your favorite bar. Maybe again, your favorite restaurant. Make sure, again, when you order your cocktail, you order it with a William Grant product. Independent family still Stillers since 1887. Eric Asher with you until 6. Thanks to Mike Vazan. Coming up next, Mike Scarborough, followed by Ross Jackson. Full show in the second hour. Don't move. Welcome back. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM NASH mm-hmm. ICON. Yeah, you're right. Uh, thanks so much for being there. iHeartRadio Radio App, TuneIn Radio App, digital platform. Take the show with you anywhere. NASHFM1061.com, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Uh, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base. What's your favorite podcasting platform? Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Our social media platforms, at Eric on Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And of course, contact me via uh, email at eric at ericasher.com or the contact button at ericasher.com. Sean Vazan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLAE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, that's WLA-TV2, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television always at ericasher.com, always on, on the WLETV YouTube page. And, yes, I posted that today on our social media platform, so that's there for you uh, as well. Uh, today's program is brought to you by our friends over at uh, William Grant Independent Family of stillers since 1887, and just incredible brands, folks. I'm just telling you, I am so blessed to have William Grant as our title sponsor on a Friday, jumping on on Monday as well with Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, this is a, as fine a spirits as you'll find in the world. Independent family is still since 1887. Hendricks Gin, Malaco Tequila, Rekha Vodka. As I said, uh, the mixologists from all over the world will be in town next week. Ask them. Stop them. If they're, if they're, you're sitting next to them in a bar. Say, look, I got, this, I got this radio host that tells me every single week that, again, that uh, Hendricks Gin, Malaco Tequila, Rekha Vaca, hottest spirits on the market. Get their take, take on, again, the favorite profiles of, of these great spirits, uh, and they'll tell you exactly what I've been telling you for years now. Uh, again, unique, fantastic. Uh, and uh, something that if you drink gin, uh, vodka, or tequila, uh, I'm telling you, it's different than what you've tasted ever before. Uh, Hendrix Deptunia Gin is, gin is fantastic. Uh, again, a, a, um, uh, a product that uh, is something that they do at Hendrix every single year with, again, the uh, limited edition, uh, super premium. Uh, gins, and of course, much like some midsummer solstice, much like Lunar, uh, this is uh, well, Hendrix Neptunia is just skyrocketing. Uh, people love again, the coastal freshness, the uh, citrus taste, that alluring ju- juniper character, uh, that crisp ci- citrus finish, uh, and it's perfect for, again, our hot New Orleans summers. You, know, you don't want to get a, a cocktail that's just going to kind of just kind of bog you down. It's it, Again, it's a refreshing cocktail. So uh, again, try it. Hendrix Neptunia gin, and then We've talked about it for years now. You're not going to find a better lot of scotches anywhere. Grampinic Scotch Whiskey, the Balvenie Scotch Whiskey, uh, um, also Grants Dunn Scotch Whiskey, as well as Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, all award-winning, right, all award-winning. But as you go up the flavor profile, just incredible taste uh, of the different flavors, again, uh, that's been mixed with, again, how, they, how they've how they been, um, uh, the cast that they're, 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 they're using, um, um that they're in the the how they're distilled uh the the years that again that they age the the scotches it's just it's an incredible um uh opportunity if you get a chance ever to be able to go to a tasting or or to get a chance to be able to go to one of these um like what tales of the cocktail is going to have this week uh some of these um uh educational um opportunities where they'll teach you a little bit about it. Man, take a chance and go, go check it out because it'll, it'll explain again how, again, uh, the, the attention to detail that the Master Distillers over at William Grant have with their products. Also, again, the... Bourbon uh, lineup, fistful of bourbon uh, whiskey, Hudson bourbon whiskey, and of course, uh, Telemundo Irish whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in the world, and then it's uh, the, the rum category. Florida, Kanye, Nicaraguan rum, and of course, Stale Jerry rum. Every bottle of Stale Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, of course, those proceeds go to the God Foundation, uh helping out active military members, retired military members, and their families. They need help with living expenses. Mortgage, rent, utility bills, insurance premiums, necessary home repairs, especially after the multiple hurricanes we've had over the last few years. Man, you know that there's some uh, help needed for those that have given so much to us. Uh, congratulations to George Loriana, Republic Beverage, William Grant, for getting involved with the, with the um, God Foundation, making sure, again, they take care of those who, again, have protected us. Uh, org or reach for Sailor Jerry Rum. It's funny. Uh, my producer Rudy Dixon and I were we were talking about in the um, in the break, uh, the um, uh, Mega Millions drawing is tonight six hundred and sixty million dollars, and both of us were kind of uh, dreaming a bit. I mean, now some there are some people in this position, right? But most are not. You know, we talked about this the other day. There's a lot of people uh, again. Uh, you know, the three paychecks you lose, and and, and and you're close to homeless, right? I mean, just the way it is. I mean, a lot of people robbing Peter to pay Paul every single day imagine never have to worry about money again. I mean, to never have to worry about a bill again, to never have to worry about again, robbing Peter to pay Paul. I mean, both Rudy and I were talking about it, you know, in in the break. I mean, just, you know, some people have that. Some people have generational wealth. Uh, Most do not. Most again, have to worry about robbing Peter to pay Paul, especially if you have a family. I mean, again, I did it forever with our family, uh, you know, uh, with my kids, you know, growing up, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, But, to have, some, to, to have a windfall like that of over $600 million, uh, that would be something special uh, for anybody out there. And I'm not one that really plays the lottery or, or the Powerball or, again, Mega Millions, but I am one that when it gets to, gets to this amount, uh, I'm going to go get a ticket or two and just at least take a chance. So if I'm not here on Monday, it's because I, I won the Mega Millions. Now I'd be here on Monday. I've got to at least give notice, right? Yeah, at least noticed. No, no doubt about it. All right, coming up in this hour, we're going to have Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. We'll talk some more LSU with him. A lot going on with the Tigers. And then we'll finish up with Ross Jackson of uh, Locked On uh, Saints Podcast. Also, he's, he's with Saints Wire. I've told you about him with Saints Wire. But now he's a, the newest member of Sports.com. So you'll be able to catch all his writing over at Sports.com as well. We'll talk Saints with him as they, they start camp next week. Uh, a lot going on with the New Orleans Saints. We'll get into that. Uh, And, of course, he is going to join me next week. It will be his inaugural visit on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. So I look forward to having him on the program next week. He will actually is going to come right from camp. So he'll be watching camp uh, in the morning, and then he's going to come right from camp to uh, our uh, studios uh, to be able to do the show with me on Thursday. So looking forward to having him on, on the TV show as well. All right, let's head to the guest line, joining us in the program now. I don't know if he's got his Mega Millions ticket or not, uh, but I, I tell you what, he's got a heck of a sight when it comes to LSU. It's called Tiger Bait, and, if, again, if you're not subscribing to Tiger Bait, you're not finding out what's happening with the Tigers. Uh, again, Mike has, he has had taken this thought, uh, Site which was a great site to begin with. Uh, it has evolved now with again a YouTube channel. Uh, obviously, the message boards have always been again one of the top message boards out there. But again, from when you talk about recruiting, knowing what's going on with Yellow Shoe Tigers, uh, you got to check out Tiger Bait, Tiger Bait by Mike Scarborough. And Mike joins us on the program now. Mike, how are you?
7: I'm good to be with you. Uh, th- thanks, Eric. Thanks for the nice words.
0: Mike, did you get did, Are you one that plays the, the, the lottery, the Powerball, Mega Millions?
7: You know what? I, I, I if I'm just now hearing you say that, and, and I don't even. So I'm assuming that the uh, the dollar amount's gotten crazy.
0: Six hundred sixty uh, million as of right now for tonight, Mega Millions.
7: What time is that? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Okay, so I better get to the store. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I haven't I haven't played the lottery probably this century. Okay, uh, I was like a lot of people that got uh, whatever the first few years of Louisiana lottery and and. Mm-hmm. Um, when it kind of lost its
0: luster for me, oh yeah, a lot of people. I would agree. Uh, uh, and you know, I mean, look, I, like I said, when it gets to be a, a large jackpot, uh, I, I will get a ticket or two. Okay, other than that, I'm not. I'm not one of these ones that I got to have my tickets every week. Okay, I'm. You know, i have got my numbers. and am I'm playing my numbers every week. Uh, but uh, but I, I will definitely grab a ticket tonight. No doubt. I'm.
7: I'm. A, I'm gonna get one.
0: <laughs> there you go hey Mike uh, SEC media days this past week um Brian Kelly spoke to the media I'm, I'm, look I, I didn't hear all of the all of the um uh the coaches speak uh but I did hear a few and I just was so impressed with with Brian Kelly the the way he handled uh the media the way he handled the situation up up, up in up in Atlanta uh, what were your impressions
7: I, I agree and uh if anybody's interested in watching any of the uh coaches, press conferences. We've got them all in their entirety uploaded on our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. Uh, every coach in the SEC is loaded up. But, uh, no, I thought he did fantastically. I, I think um, he made the rounds on press row uh, throughout the day on Monday. Um, I, I went and uh, dug around on YouTube and found some of the ones he did with, you know, uh, you know, sports talk stations uh, throughout the uh, the South. And, uh, you know, picked up a few tidbits in there, things that he revealed that, you know, maybe he didn't, he hadn't said here. I mean, nothing really major. I don't think there was anything major that came out of the entire week. Um, I think some of the coaches uh, might have uh, looked a little bit uh, better than others. Um, One thing I I definitely believe is it's um, like, and most people are the same, is that There's some damn good coaches in the SEC, and especially in in the West. Um, I know Auburn's picked to finish last. LSU's picked fifth. I I thought Mm -hmm. LSU would get picked fourth. Um, But, uh, you know, how bad is Auburn? I don't think Auburn's going to be a bad team, even if they finish last. Or or, Mm -hmm. uh, whoever finishes last, I don't think it's going to be a bad team in the West. So, um uh, you know some really good personalities amongst all the coaches and, and um i thought Napier was the guy though that probably wanted to almost put me to sleep he was uh, and he's and of course you know he's a he's a good football coach i really like yes. uh, the, the guys who the guys were at the podium he was dry uh, to the bone
0: right Well, look and, and and Napier's been a big subject right because you know coming coming from ULL um you know, was probably you know, a lot of people thought that, again he might be in line for the LSU job. Like I liked him until we until you told me Brian Kelly, right? Um, Florida snapped him up. Uh, Florida seems to be very very happy with Napier. A lot of people believed again that he's the younger version of Nick Saban. We'll see how that kind of plays out, uh, but. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting uh, little bit of a rivalry maybe here in, in Louisiana when you start talking about those that, that, were, that were pulling for um, Napier to get the job as opposed to, again, uh, you know, Brian Kelly getting. I don't know how anybody out there in Louisiana, after Brian Kelly's name was mentioned, uh, could, could, could look at the other candidates and not, and not be happy with, again, what Scott Woodward has been able to do in terms of landing that guy.
7: Well, look, you know, I, I know there's a lot of people uh, that like Napier, but also, you know, all of a sudden when Lincoln Riley's name came out there and then Brian Kelly ended up yep. getting a job, uh, you know, everybody said, yeah, well, you know, Woodward uh, hit a home run. But, um, you know, he's got Jabbar Jaluk on his staff. He's got Corey Raymond on his staff. right, uh, And that upsets some people, uh, you know, not holding on to Corey Raymond. And, of course, you know, look, I, I – over the years, there's been a whole lot of uh, mythologizing of assistant coaches on LSU's staff and, and, and their prowess in recruiting. Uh, you know, DBU was there was that way long before Corey Raymond, and so a lot of people just thought, well, you know, Corey Raymond's going to come in Louisiana uh, and, and do some damage. Well, I can tell you right now, uh, I can see – I know LSU's board for the class of 23 – in a class of 24, and they're not fighting Florida for anybody, and I don't see where Florida's going to get anybody, uh, n- not anybody that uh, LSU's offered. So that, that's that—that's not even going to happen. But there were people who were worried about that five, six months
0: ago. Sure, absolutely. Uh, because of his inroads in Louisiana, because, again, look, Jaluka and and, and, and and Corey Raymond. I mean, again, when you look at both those guys, they've had great success in recruiting Louisiana.
7: Well, but uh, here's the thing, Eric. I, I, I can I can put a guy out there in an LSU polo and say he's an assistant coach and send him to Louisiana high schools and I, and I don't care if he's got a mediocre personality he's going to have success recruiting kids to LSU.
0: Great point, great point. Um, were, were you surprised Ole Miss was in front of LSU? Um, you know, I mean, considering, I mean, again, uh, I thought LSU. I'm like I'm fifth. I thought maybe they'd be fourth, like you, uh, but. Um, uh, I'm 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 one of those that just say you know what, this is one of those years where I think that the Tiger fans have to be patient, and maybe again the Tigers come out and surprise us.
7: Well, I mean, look, I, it, it, I can understand why A and M's second, but at the end of the year, I agree. If, if All of a sudden, we look up and Arkansas's second, and A and M's third, and old, and LSU's you know right there in the mix, and you got a three way tie for third place. I mean, the West really could just be a murder's row and where everybody's beating up on each other and then what makes you know if if i'm in the camp of eight and four for lsu you know what's the difference between eight and four and seven and five or what's going to be the difference between seven and five and nine and three with that schedule a couple of really close losses maybe a heartbreaker on a last drive i mean i i I think that's going to be the tale of, of of the west at the end of the year i just do I don't think there's going to be clear-cut uh, guys at either one of those uh, top two or three spots. Right. Uh, I mean, Alabama will be clear-cut, but, but, but two through five? What's going to be separating two through five? Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Well, they've got to they get off to a fast start. I mean, again, Florida State in the Dome. You've got to get a W there. Because that that really yeah. kind of sets you up. you then of course, then you play Southern, you got Mississippi State, uh, then New Mexico, and, and then after that, I mean it's pretty much a murderous road with SEC teams all the way until um, uh, what the uh, uh, the UAB game if I'm not mistaken that's the, that's yeah, the hey, look, game they're, before they're, Texas A and m at the end of the season.
7: There's some people out there who think Mississippi state's the better team than old Miss so um, but yeah, if else you have to get that Florida State win. And if they can get past Mississippi State, uh, they're on their way. Because I think each week as the season goes on, as long as they can uh, avoid a rash of injuries, I think they're going to get better each and every week. I think the offensive line has a chance to gel. Um, But, look, you know, it makes sense. Uh, You know, I was talking to Brian Lazar earlier today. Uh, I think uh, he's tolling up the roster. Uh, I think there's 75 or 77 scholarship players. You're not at a full 85 scholarships, uh, you know, guys. Um, You know, you've got a lot of infusion of of new faces in the defensive backfield. Um, Mm -hmm. You know some of their names. Some of them have done nice things elsewhere. But does that necessarily translate to what you're used to seeing at LSU DBU? Uh, Keyshawn Butte, you know, uh, if he stays healthy, the sky's the limit. But if he doesn't, is, is a Malik Neighbors or a Brian Thomas or a Chris Hilton um, are, are one of those guys capable of being a bona fide number one w- wide receiver? Um, and can one of those guys be a, a heavy complement and, and push Butte? where people are saying it's not just Butte, it's Neighbors or Thomas or Hilton or Besh, you know, and is John Emery going to be a guy that, uh, we, that everybody hopes he's going to be? And then right. and it goes without saying who's the center going to be. And uh, and of course the quarterback. Um, you know, it, it, you, are we are we going to sit here uh, three months from now and saying, you know, uh, back in in, in, the, in the summer when nobody could predict who the starting quarterback was going to be, now we mm-hmm. know why because none of the three uh, were what LSU needs to get to the next level. And you're counting down the days to seeing Walker Howard and whoever they sign or, or bring in the transfer portal next spring.
0: Right. To me, and, and we talked about this before, Mike. It's the offensive line. Uh, they, they, if they can perform at a high level, then then I think there will be a domino effect with with the, the rest of the offense. Because I think there is talent at the wide receiver position. I think there is talent at that running back position. Uh, even if again, if you have to do running back by committee, um, you know. Again, to me, uh, you know, quarterback's going to shake out. You know, well, one of these three guys are are are, are going to be able to be winning for this team. Uh, I don't think it's going to be, uh, you know. Uh, quarterback by committee with them, I think it's, he's going to settle on one. But uh, I think it comes down to the offensive line, which again has some talent, but Mike, they just haven't been able to 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 get to get uh, I guess squeeze all the juice out of that talent, so well, to speak. I, I think
7: with a with a quarterback that's going to be you know somewhat of a newcomer, even though you've got some you know Daniels obviously was a starter at Arizona State and Ross right. Brennan was a starter at one time. Nussmeier got a lot of plays last year. It's still an unknown commodity, and absolutely, the passing game is going to be a lot more successful if that offensive line can come together. And the running game is what it needs to be. And so, I think there might, you know, there's a part of the fan base that probably needs to, uh, you know, be happy if they see where Brian Kelly's really trying to set the tone with a power running game, uh, and he's not trying to, you know, throw it on every down because I think that's something he's going to want to do immediately at the beginning of the year and set the tone yes. that, uh, that the offensive line is, is a force, and it's not going to be an embarrassing situation like it was all last season where you had a third and short, and you, you were highly skeptical about whether LSU could get a half a yard right. and, and, and move the chains. I mean, it, LSU in short yardage last year was, was atrocious, and the offensive line was the reason
0: absolutely could, could not move anybody in front of them With that said if they're going with a power running game you know Emery's kind of a, a almost a scat back type uh, is it Goodwin is it Bradford is it Noah Kane or Josh Williams who do you think is going to be that guy I think it's all of
7: them uh you know this by on, committee on Brian and so, you know it you know uh it could very well be where Harold Perkins the freshman linebacker is actually the best running back on the team wow you know there's huh. a whole lot of he was number one player in right. the state of Texas oh yeah and he was like di- he was like Devin White, where he was a running back and a, a, a linebacker in high school. Um, but you, you, you really, you know, John Henry's a guy that you just, with the injuries and everything he's dealt with, um, you just hope he has that breakout uh, year and um, yes. and is what you hope he can be. But, you know, one thing that uh, Frank Wilson wants to do is he wants all of them to get involved. And that's part of the sell job on getting uh, Noah Cain here. You know, a guy that they actually recruited the same year that Emory and Tyrion Davis-Price uh, were high school seniors. And when Emory flipped to LSU and uh, Tyrion Davis-Price was already on board, that's when Kane uh, committed to Penn State because he wasn't going to be a part of a three-running back class at LSU.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: One thing I think they can hang, they can hang their hat on is the defensive line, though. Uh, I'm expecting big things, by, by, again, from from uh, Mason Smith, who uh, uh, you know, uh, Roy, Gillery should be coming on this year. I mean, they've got some players. Uh, you know, Ajoari, uh, is is a guy that again has proven he can rush the passer. Uh, that's that to me is again one of the one of the positions where I think you look at this team overall. You can say again, there's some studs along along, along that along that that line uh, for the Tigers. How do you feel about it?
7: Yeah, I mean, you look at the All SEC team today. You got you have only one offensive player, Butte, for first, second, and third team offense. Only one player, and then you've got three on defense: Ojolari, Gay, and and um, Mason Smith. And of course, a lot of people say, "Well, where's JaQuell and Roy?" Uh, you know, look, I ran JaQuell in, in, in camp last June, uh, in June. He said, "Man, this is my money year," and like, well. Well, you know, do you know, Jacollian, you actually have a couple of years left. But you know, if you're thinking that way, yeah, he does need he does need to have that breakout year, and he looks fantastic. And Jacoby Gillery is a guy that I was really high on. Um, LSU was recruiting him and McKinley Jackson. I uh, went and filmed McKinley in, in Mississippi, and he ended up signing with A and M, and I thought they were very close. Well, you know, can Jacoby and give uh, you know? LSU, what uh, McKinley has given A&M when he's, when he's healthy. So, um, and then you can add Savion Jones, who we expect to see some things uh, uh, from backing up. Oh, Jalari and Gay. Uh, you know, does Quincy Wiggins uh, get to, to show some stuff as a right. freshman? Um, and so, I, I, I agree. I mean, the defensive line could be very, very good, and Coach Kane, I believe, is a fantastic defensive line coach.
0: I think it's going to be – I think that a lot of people are underselling the Tigers. uh, And I've got a lot of um, confidence in in Brian Kelly to get this team ready to go. Now, again, like you mentioned, not as many scholarship players as maybe, again, the the rest of the conference. Uh, They've had to do a patchwork in terms of the transfer portal. Some young guys are going to be counted on to step up. Uh, but again, looks like he's put together a pretty good coaching staff, and, and we'll see how it kind of plays out. One thing again is, I just I would say to all Tiger fans out there, no matter how this this season ends up, just have some patience because I think again, the the foundation is being built now.
7: Yeah, and, you know, look, it, 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 when you're getting paid a hundred million dollars, n- nobody wants to hear that. Uh, oh, whether well, you're missing right. this or you're missing that, and you know, but if he can hit that eight and four mark. And you're competitive in games, and there's no silly mistakes, and there's disciplined football. And then everybody's looking and seeing that your recruiting class is, is uh, in a strong position in the top ten, considering what this state has this year, um, and some offensive linemen. And then you hit the portal an- again, because now you're getting to 85. You're not worried about 25. Um, and the class of 24 in Louisiana looks uh, really strong. Um I, I think I think you're well on your way. Um but like you said, that Florida State game, it's imperative to come out the gate and win that gotcha. one. And um I, I'm I I imagine in, in 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 a couple of weeks um we're gonna see the uh the third party seller prices for that for that those tickets um to to increase uh, in price.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree. I think too, be a, no doubt.
7: I think it's gonna end up being a tough ticket.
0: I would agree. Mike, tell us about your fantastic site, how folks can subscribe. Uh, get, tell us all about it, and of course, how folks can follow you on social media as well.
7: Well, that's it. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at ScarboroughMike. Of course, TigerBait.com. You can go subscribe, try us out for $1 for a week, uh, premium. And, of course, uh, LSU Tigers on TigerBait is our YouTube channel. And uh, I think we've added, like, another 400 subscribers to our YouTube channel this week. Uh, we've got live shows there. Uh, and, and plus all player interviews, press conferences. Um, we, we've got a lot going on there, so
0: check us out. There you go. Mike, appreciate the time, bud. We'll check in with you next week. Have a fantastic weekend. You too, Eric. Thank you. All right, that's Mike Scarborough, com. Don't forget, today's program is brought to you by, again, Independent Family still since 1887. It's is William Grant. Fifth generation Scottish family distiller. Of course, premium spirits across the board from Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka. Hottest spirits on the market. Don't forget about Henry's Neptunia Gin to, again, a uh, lineup of scotches, which, again, are award-winning. Uh, Glenn Fittick Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, the, blend, uh, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey. Uh, also, don't forget about Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, all part of their Scotch lineup. Uh, Telemordu Irish Whiskey, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. Of course, uh, we've got Fistful of Bourbon, Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey as part of the Bourbon portfolio. And then Florida Canyon Nicaraguan Rum and also Sailor Jerry Rum. Uh, Sailor Jerry Rum, Spice Rum, Fantastic from Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana, of course, those proceeds go to the God Foundation www.gotourtruth.org, taking care of active military members and retired military members and their family. they get in a jam. They need help. The God Foundation is there for them. www.gotourtruth.org or reach for a bottle of Jerry rum. Premium Spirits by our friends at William Grant. As I mentioned, Tales of the Cocktail in town this week. You'll be out and about. Ask your favorite mixologist or ask a mixologist from around the world. About, again, William Grant products, independent family stills, uh, the stills is 1887, and quality products to boot. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator uh, for your home or your business, well, you've got to check out my friends at Burkhardt. They make it so easy for you. They do it all. Uh, first of all, they give you peace of mind because all you've got to do, the hardest thing you're going to have to do when, in, in choosing a, in, in, uh, dealing with a generator with Burkhardt is choosing the generator. Uh, literally, Jason Burkhardt will come to your home, your business, sit down with you, do a consultation. He's trying to educate you on, again, uh, the, the, uh, the types of generators that are out there so that you can make a decision on what you want for your home or your business. After that, inspections, plannings, permits, all done by the generator team over at Burkhardt. Don't forget also. They, they offer you a single-day install. Also offering finance for generators. You can finance it over time with low, low monthly notes. And then when it comes to service after the sale, 24-7, 365 emergency service uh, with all the parts you need fully stocked at their warehouse in Mandeville. Generator sales and service. you got to think Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Generator sales and service. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Coming up next, Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints Podcast. Don't move
2: inside new orleans if it's new orleans sports culture food inside new orleans with eric asher is talking about it we taste it 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at nashfm1061.com. This
3: report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has what you need for school at prices that won't hold you back. Now Crayola 10-count markers and 12-count colored pencils are just 99 cents each and Staples one-subject notebooks are just 35 cents each in-store only. Offer ends 827 limit 30. Don't send your kids back to school, send them forward at Staples.
4: Delays are heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from the Bonnet Carry Spillway to the high rise. Also, delays are heavy 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Clearview to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are going to be heavy as delays stretch from Elysian Fields. To the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, look out for delays from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, with delays stretching from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also, in the meantime, delays are heavy if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, with delays from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And if you're traveling on the 310 going northbound, delays are solid from St. Rose. Airline Highway. And in the meantime, look out for accidents, Calliope at Annunciation and also Decatur at St. Peter. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
5: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community.
0: Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharaghan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harrahan. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Thanks so much for being there. I want to thank Mike Scarborough of TigerBay.com for joining us. We now turn our attention to the New Orleans Saints as they go to camp next week. Ross Jackson of uh, Locked On Saints podcast also again Saints Wire and the newest member of Crest City Sports.com. catch all his writing over Crest City Sports.com. he joins us on the program now Ross will make his inaugural visit to uh, the award meeting inside to all sports next Thursday we're so happy to have him on the program next week he'll be at camp going to do, do me a solid come right from camp over to the to the uh, show and uh, give us an update on what he's seen and Looking forward to that. Of course, now he's a weekly contributor to our program here uh, on the radio as well. Ross, welcome to the show. How are you today, bud? Hey, buddy. I'm doing fantastic. Absolutely a pleasure to be here, and I'm so looking forward to joining you
3: on the show. Yeah. Actually, by, by the way, you Not did a great
0: way, job man. on Channel 4 last night, uh, oh, and <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to having you as well.
3: I appreciate that so much, man. Always a pleasure to be here with you. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Let, I wanted to go a little bit maybe uh, out of left field today with you because, okay. look, This team is, for the most part, pretty much set. But there are some players on this team that, again, that have talent that may be able to break through. You know, you look at the wide receiver position. You've been talking a lot about DeJean Dixon, okay, uh, Kirk Merrick, two guys from New Orleans who, again, look like they might have a chance to maybe make the practice squad. Um, why don't you give me some players that, again, you're going to be looking for uh, in, 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 uh, during this training camp, maybe some guys, some, not some household names that, again, may have the opportunity to make the team or at the very least make the practice squad.
3: Yeah, for sure. Look, I'll start with the guy that you just was One of the guys you just mentioned, Dazon Dixon, who, you know, look, he went to Ed Nick Carr, he went to Nick State, and now here he is staying in New Orleans as a part of the New Orleans Saints. And I just think that, you know, you look at him as a 6'3", 6'4", guy, 200-plus pounds, but has a little bit of that agility that you look for in maybe a smaller build wide receiver. He's not the fastest wide receiver in the world, but, look, neither is a guy like Mike Evans or Michael Thomas or some of these other, you know, Marcus of these guys that have set records in new Orleans, right? Like you don't have to be a four, three, three burner to be a good receiver in the NFL. He's a really good route runner. He has special team acumen as well. He's a great run blocker. Those are the things that as an undrafted free agent, you absolutely have to check those boxes as run blockers, as a, as a, an asset in special teams in order to be somebody that's going to make the roster. And so I think that Dejon Dixon is one of these guys that has super sure hands, but can do the other things that we don't talk about, in the game, right, in, in the, the you
8: know, multiple phases of the NFL,
3: they could potentially land him a roster spot or at least a practice squad spot to get him elevated into matchup matchup determinated uh, elevations and things like that throughout the year. And, of course, NFL teams have more flexibility with that going into 2022. So he's definitely one that I'm watching. Um, another guy that sort of endeared himself to New Orleans fans immediately is Safety Smoke Monday out of Auburn. He's somebody that is tenacious. He's a big-time hitter. He's a great special teams player. He's a good downhill safety. He's going to be able to really get an opportunity to showcase what it is that he can do once training camp begins. He endeared himself immediately to Saints fans because the day that he was signed as an undrafted free agent, he was wearing a Drew Brees jersey at his party and then you know posted a video of him uh, kind of you know taking out his frustration with the Atlanta uh, uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium uh, in Atlanta, saying, you're going to have to see me twice a year kind of already putting on the roster. And then one last guy that I'll mention is Lucas Kroll. I often accidentally call him Vic Kroll, mm-hmm. but which is a comedian's name. But Lucas Kroll, coming out of Pittsburgh, he was a guy that was drafted as, you know, a, a baseball player and then spent some time at Florida. Decided he didn't want to go into baseball, wanted to spend his time in football, went to Florida. Uh, you know, sat behind Kyle Pitt, so he transferred to Pitt. Didn't have the biggest season in his senior season at Pittsburgh because they didn't really utilize their tight end as a pass catcher. But in his opportunities, really showcase and flash some talent there as a pass catcher from the position. And the New Orleans Saints, of course, at tight end, maybe they have their biggest question mark there outside mm-hmm. of maybe interior defensive line and, of course, in the offensive line conversations that we've had in the past. But Lucas Kroll is definitely also a name to keep an eye out on as a six six, 250-pound uh, tight end that is a good, agile mover and a good pass catcher from the position. So I have to show his value as a run blocker as well, but those are three names that I'd really look for that I guess I would consider unsung, along with safety Justin Evans as names to watch throughout camp.
0: Right. Uh, Bryce Thompson really, again, uh, uh, had his yeah. name out there during mini camp. Talk a little bit about him because, look, that's a pretty stacked secondary for the, for this team. You mentioned Smoke Monday. Uh, you know that's, a, that's another guy that, again, to be vying for a spot, but talk about Bryce Thompson.
3: Yeah, look, I look at Bryce Thompson as somebody that was really, really talented during his time at Tennessee, had some off-the-field issues and things like that that maybe led to him either going undrafted or at least led to maybe some of the the, the conversation around him. But, you know, look, this is a guy that that is a, a, a turnover producer in the backfield. He's a great special teamer as well. And I'll tell you where Bryce Thompson really gets the opportunity to make his name. It's not only because of the fact that Marcus May maybe looking at an early season suspension right. He's got that open DUI, that sort of situation's been going on for fifteen now, sixteen months. So we expect that he'll probably he's gonna see his trial in August. There's a good chance that he's suspended for two or three games at the beginning of the season. So the things are gonna be looking at the safety, Justin Evans, uh uh um, you know, guys like guys like Bryce Thompson as well, that could potentially get into the mix in place of Marcus May. PJ Williams will very much be in that conversation as well. But the other place that Bryce Thompson really gets in the conversation, along with Smoke Monday, is at gunner opposite JT Gray in terms of punt coverage. And I know that not a lot of fans get excited about punt coverage, but, hey, New Orleans Saints fans do. New Orleans Saints fans care, care from one to, you know, throughout the practice squad when it comes to that roster. And Bryce Thompson is one of those guys to really watch out for that could potentially become that gunner opposite JT Gray. Last year, that responsibility was shared between guys like Uh, Ty Montgomery, Jeff Heath, and a couple of other players. But watch out for Bryce Thompson as one of those guys that can potentially see his initial responsibility be special teams but can show you over the course of camp that maybe he can contribute on the defensive side as well.
0: We know the Saints really use two linebackers and probably, again, with having um, uh, with having so much talent in the secondary and especially mm-hmm. having, uh, again, uh, uh, safeties that are, you know, uh, they, they can play multiple positions for you uh, that, again, that we may see more of, again, more secondary players on on the field uh, during the regular season. But when it comes to depth but behind Werner and behind DeMario Davis, where's that going to come from? Look, obviously the Saints have moved on from Quan Alexander. He's not signed yet. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. We've been talking about the linebacker depth. Where's that depth going to come from? Well,
3: I'll tell you, they brought in a guy already this offseason through free agency that not a lot of folks have been talking about. But he's a veteran in this league, spent a few years with the Chicago Bears. It's Eric Wilson. Mm -hmm. Eric Wilson's really a player. It's funny. They actually released an offensive player named Eric Wilson in order to be the corresponding move to make room for the (laughs) linebacker, Eric Wilson, to come in. So not not very often you see something like that, right? But but they they, they bring him in, and he's somebody that maybe has the most middle linebacker experience behind, of course, DeMario Davis. Now, DeMario Davis is probably going to spend most of his time at middle linebacker, with Pete Werner being the weak side linebacker, so Eric Wilson is a name that makes a lot of sense to be Demario Davis' most immediate backup. Although Pete Werner will definitely be getting sort of the cross training uh, across the linebacker spots, so and things like to the cross train their linebackers a lot. The other player that I watch out for is of course Caden Ellis, who's been on the roster for a little while now. He's showing you a little bit of the playmaking ability we've seen it throughout OTAs, rookie minicamp, stuff like that. We don't see a lot of playmaking ability from the second level outside of DeMario Davis over the course of the past few years, even with Quan Alexander on the field. We didn't see a lot of takeaways from that second level. You didn't see a lot of interceptions from that second level, stuff like that. But Caden Ellis is somebody that has consistently, at least you know within, you know at the facility, generated turnovers, created interceptions. And we saw the pick six last year from Malcolm Jenkins during that New England Patriots game come mm-hmm. from Caden, Lo- Caden Ellis getting pressure from the second level on Mac Jones. Yes. So he'll be another player. And then, of course, the Saints invested this year at linebacker in the draft, which not a lot of us expected, right, because we sort of expect the Quan Alexander to be mm-hmm. back on the field, or at least back in the black and gold, which is a possibility, but like you mentioned, not something you should hold your breath for at this moment. Right? Uh, DeMarco Jackson out of App State, he was a leader there. He was a team captain there. He's a playmaker at that position. Small but very athletic. Sideline the sideline speed, really good downhill speed as well. So if he can show his value in special teams, he'll be another one of those guys, just like you usually expect from day three selections and undrafted free agents that carve their way to the roster through special teams, but also having a defensive impact. He could be that guy. The interesting name there is going to be Zach Bond. Zach Bond Mm -hmm. was brought in from Wisconsin as a pass rusher, but the Saints wanted to move him to off-ball linebacker. He hasn't really panned out. In that vision yet, the things don't usually go with speed rushers, right? Zach Bond, Noah Spence, neither of those guys really serving at that uh, at that position. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Zach Bond over the course of the offseason. They find some value in him as a pass rusher. They find some value in him as an off-ball linebacker. Otherwise, could he be a potential trade option to get him to a system that would complement him better? and then mm-hmm. recoup the Saints a little bit of the draft uh, capital that they've given up
0: in the future. Right, third-round pick for for him, uh, which again right. was, uh, was, was was which was pricey. Um, Cesar Ruiz got a little exposed last year. There were a mm-hmm. lot of injuries on that line. He had to go from guard from, from guard back to center and then back to guard. Does he get a bad rap, or, or, or is it, again, is this a prove-it-to-me year for Cesar Ruiz in your mind?
3: I think this becomes the prove-it-to-me year for him for sure, but I also think he's gotten a little bit of a bad rap. Like, let's not forget that he was a part of the 2020 draft class, which didn't get OTAs. They didn't get any type of anything before training camp. And then in 2021, the NFLPA and the NFL couldn't agree upon uh, health and safety protocols, so players didn't report for OTAs. They didn't report for the voluntary portion of the off-season camp, and the Saints supported that as an organization. And so I think that like some of that preparedness that Cesar Ruiz should have gotten at the beginning of his career, he never really got. And then not only that, during training camp in 2020, he dealt with an injury. So half of the time in training camp, he was available. Half of the time, he wasn't available. Half of the time that he was available, he spent at center, and the other half of that available time, he spent at right guard. So he spent maybe a quarter of the time preparing for the position that the World Series actually wanted him to, draft, wanted him to play in. And then in 2021, he had to move over to center early on in the season because Eric McCoy dealt with an injury, but he also surrendered over 20 blown blocks in 2021. So there's still something there, despite all the excuses we could make for him in terms of his preparation. There's still something there that says, hey, you want to see this guy take a step forward. That's where the hiring or the return of Doug Marone, this time as offensive uh, offensive line coach, takes is it, such a – of high importance and of high value because he's such a good developer on the offensive line and can be completely objective of what the New Orleans offensive line is going into 2022. So they hope that he'll be able to take the steps forward, but also I think he's gotten a little bit of a bad rap based upon the lack of preparation that he's been able to have that have been completely outside of his control and even completely outside of the New Orleans organization's control Mm -hmm. as well.
0: Any concerns about Michael Thomas and Davenport ending up on the pup list to start camp? Not at this time, right? Getting on the PUP
3: list at this point, the physical and able to perform list this early, doesn't really mean a lot. I mean, they can be brought off as soon as today, tomorrow, the first day of camp when veterans report. We knew, and and Eric, you and I have talked about it, right? There's been a lot, there's been an expectation of a ramp-up for Michael Thomas getting into camp, not being full go day one. So the expectation is that he'll be fully cleared and ready to go early on in camp. So starting them off, On the PUP list, which gives them a little bit of roster flexibility as well going into training camp, is the smart thing to do from an organizational standpoint. But it's not the same as starting the regular season on the PUP list. If he starts a regular season or either one of those players starts a regular season on the PUP list, then all of a sudden they're unavailable for a handful of games. They have a bit of a a period before they can get out on the field and they're in a season-long IR. That's not the case here being on the physically in performance going into training camp, it just gives the Saints a little bit more flexibility. So it's not a, a hit-the-panic-button situation at this time at all, and it's really great. not far out of expectation either.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Ross, thanks for the time today. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, here, come, here comes the dog days of camp <laughs> next week, so enjoy <laughs> it while you can. Uh, tell the folks about uh, your podcast, where folks can catch, check out all your writings now, and, of course, how they can follow you on social media.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, look, always a pleasure to be here with you. Always an honor to be a part of the Crescent City Sports family. So I thank you so much for having me on. Very much looking forward to uh, joining the TV spot with you next week. Between then, if you want to find more in your New Orleans Saints, you can find daily episodes Monday through Friday or run the Locked on Saints podcast. Just search Locked on Saints wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. I'll tease real quick. I had uh, Robert Brock, who is Dejon Dixon's agent. He is New Orleans-born, went to LSU for college, mm-hmm. And then started his own agency here in the city of New Orleans. So, really cool to get his perspective of why he believed in Dejon Dixon as his very first client and why Dejon Dixon believed in him as well. So, really good conversations on Thursday's episode. You can go check that out on YouTube or you get your podcast. You can see daily write ups over at Lockdown, or excuse me, over at the Saintswire Wire, Today.com, and weekly pieces, of course, at Crescent City Sports. So, I appreciate your buddy, as always, having me on. Always a pleasure to get to talk with you.
0: Thank you, my friend. Always great. We'll do it again next week on Radio and TV. TV but again as always thanks for your time have a wonderful weekend
3: 100% i hear anytime you call you have a good weekend stay safe and take care okay
0: There you go. Ross Jackson, again, Locked on Saints Podcast, Crested and also Saints Wire. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, folks. It's the weekend. Can't lose your AC, can you? Well, you don't have to worry about it with Burkhardt. They'll send one of their, again, Nate certified technicians out. They'll get the job done right. They'll give you a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your uh, home, and they'll never gouge you, never cheat you. doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or your business. They can service it. They're authorized to do it. Go with Burkhardt. A company I've trusted for decades. Uh, Again, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to the William Grant Independent Family Distillers since 1887. It is the uh, Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product whether you're heading to your favorite spirit store, stacking up that liquor cabinet. Maybe, again, you're going out to eat at one of our great restaurants or, again, to your favorite bar. Demand William Grant Products Independent Family Distillers since 1887. We'll be right back.
6: only data roaming at 2g speeds demand different demand delhi debosier imagine this you've been hurt in a car crash but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries you realize you should have called a lawyer but how can you afford one now at Dudley DeBosier, that call is free. And we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. la twenty two one three five seven eight.
0: All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Mike Scarborough, Mike Vazan, and also Ross Jackson for joining us on the program. Rudy for producing the show. I want to thank again our title sponsor, William Grant. Reach out, reach for a William Grant product this weekend. All the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow. The sponsors sponsor our program. Please support those sponsors. Thank you for supporting them, and thanks for the sponsors supporting our program. Also, Sean Vazan joins me in the award winning inside the World Sports Tonight. Make sure you check that out. Have a wonderful weekend. Coming up next, Ken Trahan with All Access. I'm Eric Asher. Thanks for tuning in. Podcast will be about 20 minutes after the show. See you on Monday straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catch to the governor, that includes the mayor.
6: They all
3: got
2: to go.